If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's completely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, everyone, welcome to Strictly Sports. I am Jacob Brown. I have a big announcement for Strictly Sports. We have been privileged to go to Radio Row for the second year in a row. It's going to be an amazing experience, just like it was last year. We got to go to Miami uh, for the Kansas City and San Francisco Super Bowl Radio Row Week. We got tons of amazing interviews. It really expanded us. We got to talk to professional professionals. We got to see people. I mean, we were in front of Dan Marino, Joe Montana, Kurt Warner, Tony Gonzalez, Michael Irvin, we saw a bunch of great people, and it was a, an incredible experience for CJ and I and the rest of FAU All Radio. Can't wait to go again this year. That'll be the first week of February, so stay tuned. We're going to have a lot of major interviews. Steve gets to come with us this year. Uh, we cannot wait. Uh, and again, we, we want to thank the National Football League for allowing us to go for the second straight year. Can't wait for that at the Tampa Bay Convention Center. Uh, so now let's get into the pod. This week is going to be a solo episode. Uh, CJ and Steve, they're out uh, on vacation doing stuff. Uh, so they'll be back next week. But this week I'm going to talk about NFL Week 17 in the playoffs. Then I'm going to talk about uh, the College Football National Championship. Then talk about the NHL and a little bit about Major League Baseball as well. So I hope you guys enjoy this week's pod as well. So let's just start out with the NFL. I'm going to go over Week 17 and we're going to go over all the mayhem here. So I just want to start out by saying I was right about how the AFC would shape up playoff-wise. I said, well, actually, on the pod, I was not right because at the time, we didn't know that Ben Roethlisberger was going to be sitting for the Steelers. Uh, it was actually right after we uploaded, we found out Roethlisberger was out. Then I updated it, and I said what actually happened, which was I said the Dolphins are going to lose. And all three other teams that are in the hunt are going to win. And that's exactly what happened. So first, I'm just going to, I'm going to review every game this week in week 17. I'm going to start out with Giants and Cowboys. And here's the thing about this. I'm a Giants fan going into this game, and I'm going to loop this game in a little bit with Sunday Night Football because obviously they both impacted each other. Uh, the Giants, obviously I'm a Giants fan. Um, I, I was conflicted during the game. I was like, okay. Uh, do you want to lose this game to get the better draft pick, get in the top 10, potentially better? Uh, or do you want to win the game and maybe potentially get into the playoffs to eventually get beat by Tampa Bay? I was really conflicted, and it ended up being that it was the worst of both scenarios because the Giants end up winning the game, and then the Redskins, excuse, excuse me, sorry, the Washington football team, uh, they end up winning, meaning the Giants miss anyway. So they got worst of both scenarios. They didn't make the playoffs, and they didn't get the top 10 pick. They got number 11. Uh, I like the way the Giants are going, though. Joe Judge is a really good coach. Uh, he kind of reminds me of Sean McDermott. Serious-minded coaches. Uh, they kind of have a structure to their team, a culture to their team, and I really like where it's heading for them. Uh, I don't necessarily trust in Daniel Jones. I look at him and I say, I don't know if he's a guy that can lead me to a Super Bowl. I think he has some nice tools. Uh, I need to see more from him, though. 
But listen, hey, Saquon's coming back next year. That changes a lot of things for the Giants. Uh, but also, of course, Dak Prescott will be back as well. W- will he be a Cowboy? Probably. If he's not, who knows? But, uh, you know, the Cowboys are going to be coming back. The Eagles with Hurts for a full year. You don't know what Washington's going to do at QB. Who knows? But the Giants still, I think, are trended in a good trending in a good direction. Uh, the next game, Bills beat the Dolphins 56-26. to uh, You know... I don't like being right about the Dolphins. I really like their team. I like the way they're going. Uh, but I just looked at this game and I said, well, the Bills aren't sitting Josh Allen. I think the Bills are going to win the game. And boy, did they win. Tua definitely struggled. But uh, I had some strong reactions when this game came out. I was kind of on the, oh, Tua sucks train. But you know what? He was kind of dealt a bad hand, uh, missing some guys. You're going into a Buffalo squad. That's clearly the better team. Uh, There have been some weeks where with better offensive play calling for Tua, he looks great. He had a great game against the Chiefs. It's been the last few weeks that he struggled a little bit. Remember, he's a rookie quarterback. The offensive line a little bit banged up. You're going into a Buffalo team that's clearly better. Give Tua another chance next year. I know CJ would be saying the same thing if he were here. And by the way, he's not too happy about that game at all. Uh, He'll be back on next week to talk about that. So, Then we have the Ravens absolutely crushing the Bengals. Again, like I said, there was no way that I saw Baltimore losing this game. They were an automatic win going into the playoffs. Uh, How do I like them against Tennessee? We'll talk about that in a few minutes. The Browns beat the Steelers 24-22. Good for Cleveland making the playoffs. They didn't choke completely. Uh, Obviously, the loss to the Jets the, the week before, you're looking at this saying, oh my God, the Browns with this roster... We're trying to break this playoff drought. Could they finally get there? And they did. They beat the Steelers without Ben Roethlisberger. I'll talk about their rematch coming up on Sunday in just a minute. Uh, The meaningless game. The Vikings beat the Lions 37-35. I'm really not going to spend any time on this. Uh, Another game I'm not going to spend time on. The Patriots beat the Jets 28-14. Another minor game. The Bucs beat the Falcons 44-27. So the Bucs... Their offense this year was Buccaneers top, excuse me, I, I worded that wrong, best in Buccaneers history in terms of offense. Tom Brady at 43 years old with 43 touchdowns, absolutely crazy, setting the touchdown record for a Bucks quarterback, absolutely insane. Uh, I do like them this weekend going into Washington. Packers beat the Bears, as I said, 35-16, to although I thought Arizona was going to beat the Rams. I'm thinking the Rams don't have golf this week. This is a shoe-in for the Cardinals, but lo and behold, the Cardinals find a way to choke. Kyler gets injured. Can you really blame the Cardinals? Not really, but at the same time, their last few weeks have not been great. Their offense has gone from being pretty good production-wise to really dipping, so Cliff Kingsbury is going to have to prove himself next year as a head coach because down the stretch, this offense did not perform. Uh, so again, do I do I blame the Cardinals entirely on losing this game? No, because Kyler went out, but still their performance over the last few weeks, they should have beat the Patriots, they should have beat the 49ers, so they should have been in the playoffs. Uh, but for the Bears, they kind of backdoored their way into the playoffs. Good for them, they're going to lose to the Saints this weekend. Uh, but the Packers, clearly, I think, best team in the NFC. Uh, which, by the way, biggest flop prediction of my life. I said the Packers were going to miss the playoffs, and now they're Super Bowl favorites in the NFC. So that is a the, the number one lesson into do not doubt Aaron Rodgers ever. I learned my lesson. Uh, so the Colts, as I said, there was no losing. There was no way they were going to lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They didn't. 
They won 28-14, to get their way into the playoffs. I'll talk about their matchup versus the Bills once I stop reviewing these games. Uh, a meaningless game at the end of the day. Chargers beat the Chiefs 38-21. to The Chiefs had already clinched home field advantage uh, and the number one seed, the bye in the AFC. So uh, the Chargers, though, they've got to be happy with Herbert. You're looking at this guy now. He's your franchise quarterback, so the Chargers have someone to build off of now. And, you know, Anthony Lynn gone as head coach. Now they can get an offensive-minded guy in there. And remember, this team actually has a really good roster offensively, defensively as well, but they've had some injuries, bad coaching. Uh, I like them with a new coach and with Herbert. They know Herbert's the guy now moving forward. So, as I mentioned, Rams beat the the uh, Cardinals. They're in the playoffs uh, Saints beat the Panthers 33 to 27. Uh, you know, pretty meaningless game at the end of the day. Uh, Seahawks beat the 49ers 26 to 23. I'm worried about Seattle going in the playoffs. They have had a trouble scoring uh, in these last few weeks. Uh, you know, the score 26 for Seattle it looks good, but most of these points didn't come until garbage time in the fourth quarter. Uh, they had six points at the beginning of the fourth quarter, and then they ended up scoring four times. So. You know, fourth quarter is really where they turned it on. If they can do that going into the playoffs, uh, I, I like them again. But final four weeks for them, Colin Cowherd pointed it out this week on his show, they did not perform well offensively at all. Uh, so the Titans barely escaped the Houston Texans this weekend, 41-38. to I remember sitting there during the game, I was like, I wish I tweeted it because out of all these games that people thought were automatic wins for these playoff teams, I thought the Texans had the best chance at upsetting, and boy, they were close. Uh, you know, the Titans, I worry about them going into the playoffs, as a lot of people are. Their defense is not great at all. I'll talk about their game in a second. Uh, and then Washington beating Philadelphia 20-14. to 14. And did they really beat Philadelphia? I don't think so. Doug Peterson purposely tanking at the end. They're not going to get punished for it. There's no reason harping on it. It's upsetting as a Giants fan. Uh, to kind of get screwed at the end of the day, but it is what it is. There's no punishment for purposely losing in the NFL. The rule is in the draft, whoever loses more games gets a higher pick unless there's a trade scenario that's in play. Uh, so pretty disappointing as a Giants fan. Pretty disappointing uh, image for the NFL in general, having the Eagles just purposely tanking in the final game of the NFL season that has so many ramifications. So let's talk about wild card weekend now. Uh, so Colts-Bills is the first game. It's 11-20 right now. So this game is in a few hours as I'm recording this. The line is minus 6.5 Buffalo. I don't know if I'll take that line because I respect the the Colts enough to respectably lose this game. But the Bills got this. I think they're going to go to the AFC Championship and play the Kansas City Chiefs. So I like the Bills this weekend. Josh Allen, better quarterback. Uh, I think the the Bills have better offensive talent uh, over the Colts, who I like Jonathan Taylor a lot. So I think the Colts running game, probably better than Buffalo, although I like Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. Shout out FAU for Singletary. Uh, but I think the offensive weapons for the Bills are better. Stephon Diggs, John Brown, the tight end Knox. Uh, these guys are just better than the guys that the Colts have. I like Pittman. I like Hilton. Uh, I like three tight ends, uh, but they're just not as talented as the Bills guys are. But I will say, 
Colts have a better offensive line. If they can get that running game going with Taylor and eat up some clock, give Allen less time to score, they might have an avenue here. That's why I said I don't know if I'll take the minus 6.5 for Buffalo, but I still think they're going to win this game. They're also allowing a few fans in, so that'll help Buffalo as well. So Seattle facing the Rams, Seattle minus 3 line. I think it might be closer than that. I think Seattle will win. Uh, I don't know if Goff is playing. Uh, I believe he is. Uh, If he is, he's still not going to be 100%. He just broke his thumb two weeks ago, got surgery. I I know that Seattle has not been able to score that well uh, over the last few weeks. I still like them over the Rams, though. Give me Russell Wilson over Jared Goff in a playoff game. I'm taking that all day. Later on Saturday, the Bucs face the Washington football team. Line is minus 8.5 Tampa Bay. Uh, the word is right now, as I'm recording this, that it's doubtful that Alex Smith will play. Uh, so I don't like the, the football team's chances with Heineke in at cornerback. Tampa Bay, excuse, I said cornerback, uh, quarterback. I like Tampa Bay in this game for sure. So let's look at the Sunday games. We've got the Ravens and the Titans in the AFC wildcard playoffs. Line is minus three Baltimore. And honestly, I'm going to make my pick right here. You know, here's the thing. I've been on Lamar all year about him not being a top-five quarterback. I've also been on the Titans for having the worst uh, third-down defense over the last 30-plus years. Uh, Clay Travis said that on Outkick. Worst third-down defense in 30-plus years for the Tennessee Titans. And you saw against the Texans, they almost blew that game. You should not be losing to the Texans. I get it. Deshaun Watson had an amazing season. He's a top five quarterback, all that. And by the way, he wants out, which is really interesting. Why'd you sign that contract extension, Deshaun? You had to know that there was dysfunction with this Houston organization. Good luck trying to find a trade. Maybe the Texans do it because they think they can get more value that way, get rid of the money, kind of do a restart, get rid of Watt and all that. But still, anyways... I don't know. I I think my gut tells me the Ravens are going to win. Lamar gets his first playoff win. The line favors them. The Titans just have a bad defense. But here's the thing. The Titans are playing in front of a legit home crowd. The Titans have been allowing at least 50% of their fans. So they've got a real crowd there. That might affect the Ravens who haven't been playing in front of a crowd for very many of their games this year. Uh, so, But my gut tells me Baltimore comes away with it and they win this game because of Tennessee's troubles on defense. But again, you know what? Actually, I'm going to change my mind mid-pod because you know what? Tennessee knows how to score, and I don't know if Baltimore can do it because I'm looking back at Baltimore's schedule, and here's the thing. They've been beating up on bad teams offensively. They scored 38 against the Bengals. So what? 27 against the Giants. Okay, the Giants have a good defense. You know, good stuff, but it's still the Giants. They scored 40 against the Ravens. Okay, they scored 47 against the Browns in the same game that the Browns didn't play well defensively, right? So it was kind of just a shoot-around game. Uh, They scored 34 against the Cowboys. Bad defense. They got shut down by Pittsburgh with 14 points. They lost to the... uh, Yeah, they lost to the Titans the first time, 30-24. to So you know what? I'm going to go with Tennessee. Derrick Henry, best running back in football. They got the home crowd. I'm changing my mind as I'm talking here. I like the Tennessee Titans here. Man, am I going to get shit if that uh, if that backfires. I changed my mind to the Titans. I could have just stuck with the first one. Who knows if that'll come back to bite me. So we got Bears and Saints here. Saints all the way. Don't even need to explain it. There is no way in hell that the Bears win this football game. 
Browns and Steelers. I've got the Steelers. Listen, the Browns only beat the Steelers without Ben Roethlisberger by two points. Pittsburgh's the home team. I like the Steelers. I really don't think there needs to be much explanation other than that. Plus, it's tough to beat a football team twice in one season, much less twice in two weeks, and they're getting their quarterback back. So nice run for Cleveland getting back into the playoffs. I like where their organization is headed, but they're not going to win this game. I like Pittsburgh in this game. So that's my NFL talk for this week. Uh, Now we got the national championship in college football on Monday. Uh, I like Bama. They're basically an NFL team. But Justin Fields played incredibly well against the Clemson Tigers. I said last week I would love to see it if Dabo Sweeney talked all this shit saying Ohio State should have been number 11 and he goes out and loses and that exactly what happened. Trevor Lawrence is ready to be a Jacksonville Jaguar now. Uh, If I'm a Jaguars fan, personally, I'm happy. I don't have to stress out about him getting injured in the Bama game. Now I know he's healthy. He's going to prepare for the combine, and he's going to go into a Jaguar organization now that might very well have Urban Meyer as their head coach. So we'll see how that works out. But uh, I like Alabama in this. They basically have three Heisman type of players on their team right now, plus an NFL running back. They are absolutely stacked. Nick Saban's going to win this game. There's no chance Ohio State wins it, but I think Ohio State puts up a fight. I like Justin Fields, though. Does he go number two in the NFL draft? This is the game that proves that because he struggled against Northwestern. I liked his performance against Clemson, but were we overrating Clemson this whole time? The ACC is not a good conference. That secondary was not performing well for Clemson at all. So let's see Justin Fields against an NFL defense here against Alabama, but I like them all the way on Monday night. Uh, So let's talk about the NHL a little bit. It's coming back on Wednesday. Uh, So here's the thing. We were going to do our East review this week, but this week I was moving back to FAU. Uh, We're we're all having, you know, Adam was going back to college. We all had some stuff in the way. So we're going to get our East preview, top defense, and top goalies before the season comes out. We're going to do it on Wednesday morning or Tuesday morning sometime before the NHL season. We'll get that in for you guys on Strictly Hockey. You can find that on all of the podcast platforms. Uh, So opening night, Penguins and Flyers. Um, You got Canadians, Maple Leafs, Blackhawks, Lightning, which, by the way, sadly, the Lightning said they're not taking fans anymore. Steve and Adam were going to go to that game and watch the banner raising. I don't know if they're going to cancel the banner raising until fans can see it. I think that would be the better move if you're the Lightning organization. But that just sucks. I mean, Steve and Adam were looking forward to that, uh, to go into that game on Wednesday night, and now they can't. Uh, so that game is going to go on without fans. Uh, Canucks and Oilers, and then Blues and Avalanche on opening night. Uh, and then on Thursday night, for the other teams that don't play on Wednesday, you've got Islanders and Rangers, Caps and Sabres, Bruins, Devils. Uh, Stars, Panthers were postponed because of Stars COVID cases. Hurricanes, Red Wings, Blue Jackets, Predators, Flames, Jets, Canucks, Oilers, Sharks, Coyotes, Ducks, Golden Knights, and Wild Kings. So again, we will have previewed every NHL team and given our top fives for every position by the time those games are played this week. I am stoked for the NHL to get back, something to watch during the week. It just, you know, when there's nothing else to watch and you're stuck in quarantine, nothing to do, and then now you got weekday entertainment with the NHL. It's going to be exciting. And uh, by the way, I said this on Twitter. I said it on Strictly Hockey last week. I deeply regret it. Um, I said that the Ducks and Kings had not done an effective job at building young talent. 
I was completely wrong. Just watching that juniors game uh, uh, against USA Canada, which, by the way, USA won gold. Congratulations to them against all odds against a stacked Canada team, which, by the way, going into the game, uh, I have to give my dad credit. He said, you know, Canada... They've been playing against teams that they're completely inferior to. Now going against a USA team that had more effort, they didn't have to play at that pace during the entire junior tournament. So USA gave them a bit of a different look. But anyway, the Ducks and Kings, just between USA and Canada, have so many top prospects. So kudos to them. You've got Turkett. You've got uh, Quinton Byfield. You've got Zegers, who won MVP for USA. These two teams have so many players that are going to make a heavy impact in the NHL over the years to come, and I can't wait to see it uh, because some of them are American. So I can't wait to see that out of hockey. It's going to come back this week. I don't have much to say about the NBA. Regular season's pretty boring. I have a fantasy basketball team. I'm about to be 3-0 against uh, my friend Tyler and my brother, who, by the way, He's pissed he couldn't get a full draft in. His connection went out mid-draft, couldn't get it done. Uh, But Tyler, hey, I might be beating you here. So uh, I'm looking at any other sport that I can cover here. Oh, yeah, baseball. So Francisco Lindor gets traded to the New York Mets. Uh, I know, John, if you're listening, you're going to like this. Uh, The Mets absolutely fleeced the Cleveland Indians here. Jimenez, you know, I get it. He was a good prospect for the Mets. Uh, Ahmed Rosario, a decent fill-in shortstop. The other two prospects weren't even top 10, and Steve Cohen even made a point saying that these two prospects, Isaiah Green and Wolf, that the Mets gave up. They were like, oh, they're not top 10 prospects. We don't care. Um, And about Rosario and Jimenez, I would not care about Jimenez and Rosario if I got Lindor, who's a generational shortstop. Did he have a down year? Absolutely. But he's also on an Indians team that you're not going to get much help offensively in that lineup. Now he's going to be surrounded by... Jeff McNeil, Pete Alonso, Michael Conforto, Dom Smith. He's going to be one of many bats in this lineup now with the Mets that's going to be good, and he's going to be a perfect switch hitter to buffer the bats in between Alonso and all the lefties that the Mets have. Because if you can complain about one thing that the Mets have, they have too many lefties in the lineup that kind of clog things up. Now Lindor can kind of split those guys up with McCann, who they just added, with Alonzo, who are right-handed bats. So I love this Mets team and where they're headed. I still like the Braves better, but also, you know, Mets rotation got a bit of a spruce up with Carrasco. So without Syndergaard, at least you have Stroman, who came back, and DeGrom, and Peterson, who performed well. And then when Syndergaard comes back, they might be there with the Braves pitching-wise. I like Trevor May in the bullpen for the Mets, who they just added. And we will have a Strictly Baseball coming out soon with me and Steve to go deep dive on this trade pretty soon. So uh, I hope I did well with this solo Strictly Sports. I hope I didn't bore you guys. Uh, but I think you have pretty more, much more accurate takes here without CJ and Steve. You know, they're kind of always uh, putting the incorrect takes in here. We have only correct stuff on the pod today. Meanwhile, you know, we'll be coming on next week and I'll be 0-6 in playoff picks. Hopefully that doesn't happen. We'll have new pods out for you guys, all of them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, Strictly Yankees, Strictly Baseball, Strictly Hockey, and Strictly Rangers all coming to you this week. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Strictly Sports Productions and on Twitter at Strictly Sports P. I am Jacob Brown, and we will see you next week.